Welcome to the Travel Squad Podcast. We adventure the world together, one passport stamp at a time. We're here to share travel news, tips, and our own adventures with you. Every Travel Tuesday, we share stories on a variety of topics, including our hometown, San Diego, hiking, weekenders, national parks, international getaways, and inspiring you to go on your own adventures, even if it starts with your own backyard. I'm Jamal. Brittany. And I'm Kim. And And we're we're the the Travel Travel Squad Squad Podcast. Podcast. So grab your ticket and your passport. And don't forget your travel insurance. And prepare for takeoff. Hello, fellow travelers. Hey, squaddies. Hey, squaddies. Welcome to this week's episode of the Travel Squad Podcast. Today, we're excited to share a different kind of episode. As you all know, I moved from San Diego to Austin in June. And in this episode, we're going to dive into what it's like to move to a city that you fell in love with while traveling. And we're so excited because right now, at the time of this recording, our friend Robin is here with us to record this podcast. She has been Kim and my best friend since we were like, what, 12? 12. Yes, 12 years old. And I love it because every time we get back together, it's like no time has passed. We just like get back to where we were, catch up. And so this is going to be a really fun, interactive episode. And I'm super excited to have Robin here with us. I'm super excited too. Robin today is an honorary squad member. We've had several honorary squad members on our trips and on our recordings, and here we are with Robin, longtime friend, Alan as a honorary squad member. I'm super excited. Not only that, the reason why Robin is also here with us today is we are recording live from Cortez, Colorado. Where is Cortez, Colorado? <laughs> We are right outside Mesa Verde National Park, and believe it or not, we are going to have an episode for you coming up on that, but like Kim said in her little intro bit here, we're talking all about her move to Austin because she fell in love with the city when she was visiting there one time, so really excited to get into this. And this is the first time we've recorded on the road, so what a monumental episode for us because we've never recorded on the road before. On the road, and we got a very special guest with us today. It's super exciting. And I wanted to have this recording like this because I have been holding back for the last two months on telling Brittany and Jamal like anything about the move or anything about Austin, even though I've been dying to tell you some really important things. Mm-hmm. And Robin, I haven't seen you in so long that I knew we'd be talking about it. So I'm like, all right. It needs to go on the podcast. This is great. Thanks, guys. So, Kim, why don't you dive into why you wanted to move from San Diego to Austin specifically? You know what's crazy is that I wanted to move to Austin before I even ever went there. I knew I would like the city. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to visit. And it was like a couple years of wanting to visit. When I finally did visit, I went with our friend Jamie, my friend, our friend. And I just fell in love with it immediately. I can't really tell you what it was, but immediately I was just like, I love this place. The music, the people, like the nature, the vibe. It was just amazing. In fact, it was supposed to be a two day trip and we ended up staying four days. Oh wow. I remember that. You were excited. (laughs) You loved it. Yeah, and I came back like, yes, I wanna move here immediately. It ended up taking two years, but I finally made it. Do you think it was postponed due to the pandemic or for other reasons or kind of a combination of both? That trip was August 2020, so it was mid-pandemic, but that definitely put a wrench in things because, you know, things are shut down. You're like, do you really want to move to a city when it's not its full self? But even in the pandemic, I still loved it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm happy that June 2022 was the date of the move and... 
So one thing I thought before moving, because moving from San Diego, San Diego is an amazing place to live. You guys were there. You would come down all the time, had tons of friends, great, you know, job. I didn't leave my job. I took it working from home, but I was a little bit nervous. I didn't want to say it out loud, but I was. Like, am I really going to like Austin that much? I've only been there for four days. And I even told you guys, like, we'll probably move back maybe a year, maybe two years. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you about that in the car today, but I was like, maybe we should save it for the podcast. Well, I just want to say something real quick, too. I knew when Kim came back and couldn't stop talking about Austin and potentially <laughs> moving there that she really liked it. Because you know what? That's not the first city that she said to us that she loved and wanted to move there. She was a Miami girl for I a little know. bit. Yeah. She was real, real hard Miami on Miami carb. saying she would, but she never put a plan in place. But she came back from Austin and kept really talking about it and slowly but surely putting a plan in place. So something about it was really special for you to do that because you were talking a big game about Miami. We know how I feel about Florida, so I'm glad you're uh, <laughs> not there in, uh, in Austin. Well, but, and I, it's closer to us, obviously, to come visit. Yeah. After our most recent trip to Florida and the near swamp ass situation, mm-hmm. I had to rethink Florida. Although the wrong thing <laughs> rocked at Everglades and we were concerned about the swamp ass sitch, you rocked it real hard and it didn't come in. But you know, you gotta worry about that on the reg out there. You really gotta worry about that on the reg. Yeah, so I know you guys, you two have been to Austin. You haven't been yet, Robin. Mm-mm. You're going to love it when you go. But I wanna tell the listeners some tips. We always start with the tips, you know? I do have some tips for moving to a new city. Let's hear them. First tip is a money saving tip, and this is on your U haul. So I moved, packed everything in the smallest driving U haul you could get. The quote online was like 32, 3300 bucks. I actually went into the U-Haul office to get a quote, or just to look at the size, actually, just to like physically see what we're working with. Mm -hmm. They gave us a quote there, and then someone even called after to offer a special discounted rate if you book now. And when I was ready to book, I got back in touch with that person, ended up spending $2,800 on that U-Haul. That's great. So squad tip, if you're thinking about moving, go into the U-Haul place. Okay, good to know. And then what I was saying about, oh, maybe we'll move back. Like, you are going to be nervous. You just cannot expect anything different. For as excited as I was, I was also nervous. I think everyone will feel that way. Don't let that stop you. You're definitely going to miss your friends and the people and everything that you knew. Don't let that stop you either. I don't feel like I'll be moving back to San Diego anytime soon. Whoa, bold statement right there. Ever or just anytime soon? I'll never say never because even when I moved to San Diego eight years before, I thought I'll never leave San Diego. Sure. <laughs> so I may leave Austin at some point, but it's going to be a while. Yeah. I feel like it's a great city for you and I feel like it has your vibes and so especially now, like we're still in our early thirties and you're like just getting acclimated to it. I feel like you're going to be there for a while. And then maybe after a while I'll be like, okay, I'm ready to move on. What really draws you to the city? What is it all about? There are so many pros to living there. And I'll just get this out of the way now, the con. Everyone asks, what's the con? Mm-hmm. The heat. Yes, the heat sucks. Mm-hmm. In the summer, it, it's been consistently like 100 degrees most days since we moved. But I stay inside most of the day, so it doesn't really bother me that much. Right. And some days it doesn't feel as crazy as it sounds. Slightly so. better than that Florida humidity. In oh, here. yeah. There's no swamp ass happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, pros. Nature is 
everywhere in Austin. I am outdoors and in nature so much more than I ever was in San Diego. And I really wanted it too, because coming from San Diego in the downtown area, it was starting to get a little sketchy, really sketchy, <laughs> and not like a place you want to walk around at night by yourself. Mm -hmm. Coming here where I live in Austin, we live in this South Austin community that's right off of the main freeway. It's this tucked away community. As soon as you turn in, it's like Texas brick houses, suburbia. It's so beautiful. It's the safest neighborhood. On the first day we moved in, one of the neighbors walked over with a freshly baked plate of cookies and with her Southern hospitality welcomed us to the neighborhood. Who doesn't love fresh cookies? I they mean, that's the thing you see in the movies, really. But you know, there are certain places in the U.S. where they still have that neighborly charm, care of sense of community, and I feel like that's the case. You know, it's funny, you were talking about those beautiful brick homes. Well, Brittany's sister recently, and by recently, you know, within the last several years, mm -hmm. moved to Texas herself, granted different city in the Dallas suburb area, but that's one of the things that I really, really love about Texas is the homes. It's just like the different architecture and you see it and they have that like distinctive charm that's really different than the homes and the styles you see in California or even in other places in the U.S. for that matter. They just look different. And I like that. Yeah. So in that community though, even though it's right off of the main drag, so you have easy access to stuff, you're in this tucked away community. We have an entire greenbelt system and walking area create oh, private belts. for our community only. First day we moved in, we went for a morning walk and saw a deer and birds that we've never seen before yeah. and there's raccoons and foxes and all kinds of like animals and and it also sounds like a jungle and I think that's something that also so surprised me about it was you were expecting like Texas desert plains right. I don't know that's maybe what you have in mind there are trees everywhere as far as the eye can see trees 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 everything's green it, it's loud like the there's bugs but the bugs make it sound like you're in the Amazon jungle. Wow. It's really cool. You set up that hammock in your backyard? Not yet. We're slowly working through the house. We moved into a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house with a backyard and a garage. You make this place sound so appealing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. And one of the things that I think really made me fall in love when I first visited was Jamie and I went out on Dirty Six and we were out getting some drinks and I remember ordering a double Red Bull vodka and the person said $16 please. And I was just like, what? <laughs> Like coming from San Diego, you expect that to be just one and a single. Mm -hmm. But that just made me think like, oh my God, Austin is so affordable. And it really is. Your money goes so much farther and there's so many fun things to do. And it doesn't make you like, you're not paying $15 for guac. You're paying a reasonable $8 or sometimes even less for guac. And that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking them hard out there. <laughs> I felt like the one con that I thought, like if I were to move to Texas, is it's far to get anywhere outside of Texas. Like coming from San Diego in California, you can road trip into multiple different states and it's really easy to get to other places. But I feel like Texas is so big that if you wanna do like a weekend trip and you wanna drive, you're kind of confined to Texas. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced that at all? Well, we've only been there for two months and there's so much to do in Texas that I haven't really felt like leaving, except we are in Colorado right now as we record this. So I have taken a trip. This is my first time leaving the state since moving. But every single weekend we've been doing different things in the area. Just to name a few, 
we've kind of designated Sundays our day for nature, mm-hmm. and then other days we'll do other stuff. So we've done kayaking on 4th of July with the fireworks going off over us on Ladybird Lake right in front of downtown. We've seen the bats fly out from underneath Congress Street Bridge. We went stand-up paddleboarding in Ladybird Lake. We went swimming in Barton Springs Pool, which is this natural spring-fed pool that they've like blocked off and made really cool. That's one thing I do like about Texas is, in Austin area in particular, there are so many different like watering holes that you can visit at different times. And in the summer when it's 100 plus degrees and you really want to cool off, like those are the perfect places to visit. Well, that's also why Kim is saying it's so green and it is so green. There's a big underwater source there and it spreads throughout the entire area. That's why they have all these springs. So lots of plants and the trees and that's the greenery. They're getting it literally from the underground itself. So that area particularly is, uh, I don't want to say water rich, but it's available there. And when we went on our trip also, that's one of the things, like the big things you see to do in Austin is those water activities where they have those creeks and canals. And you mentioned Lady Bird Lake. I just have to say this. It's not really a lake. It's a part of the Colorado River. I don't know why (laughs) they call it the lake, but they also call it town lake which is confusing yeah so multiple <laughs> names and uh, it's not even a lake it's the colorado river running right through there but yeah you can do the the kayaking and stand-up paddleboarding it's the stand-up paddleboarding and it runs right through downtown area so it's really really cool in that scenic sense and like you said it goes under the congress street bridge that has the bats fly out because they have a natural cave there, and that's one of the cool things to do. So lots of water activities. You went from yeah. one water extreme, which was the ocean in San Diego, to now the river life. And I felt like <laughs> oh, with wow. the ocean in San Diego, like, yeah, you could walk by it and everything, and it was gorgeous, like, no doubt. But here, you're actually able to swim. It's not too cold, and yeah. it's everywhere you go, there's water. That's another thing that really surprised me was... You think Texas dry, desert, whatever. No, there's so much more water here than I think even San Diego really has and way more trees. So we've done um, the Hamilton Pool Preserve. That was one of those watering holes. Oh, and then another thing about the water, it's all clear or blue or green, beautiful. There's turtles everywhere in the water. When we were at Hamilton Pool Preserve, this snapping turtle was swimming through, covered in moss, looked like it was a thousand years old. Oh my God, that's so cool. And it swam right up to the shore where we were like two feet from it. Or you could be in the pool swimming with it too. Oh my gosh. There's turtles everywhere out there. And they're so cute. Every time, like, turtle! Although snapping turtles aren't very cute and they're quite dangerous if you're swimming, they'll bite your toe off. Yeah, you know, keep your distance from that one. <laughs> yeah, totally. Last weekend we went out to the Longhorn Cavern State Park, which is about an hour-ish from Austin. Underground cave system, super cool. It looks like what you'd imagine the moon would look like. Really cool underground place. Again, you're not in the heat, so the heat isn't really a factor. That was really cool. Barton Springs I would love to go back to because we only spent a couple hours there on like 4th of July weekend. And so it was really busy, but that place is so cool. And right outside of the gates of Barton Springs where you do have to pay a small fee to go into, the creek continues. And there's a live band that sets up on the rocks of the creek. No way. Anywhere a live band can set up in Austin, they do. The airport on the way to this trip had a stage with an auditorium and a band playing in the middle of the airport. You know, I've been in the Austin airport several times. I have not seen a live band break out there. (laughs) You've probably seen the stage, though, because it's kind of right front center. Probably not just paid attention that it's a stage or anything like that, but... I remember 
sure that was one of the things that you said you were drawn to was their live music and everywhere yes and like their live music at night and how like their downtown life was a lot stronger than you know san diego yeah Another place that we saw live music was when we were kayaking on 4th of July. The whole river was filled with people, and there was a DJ set up on a stand-up paddleboard playing for everyone out on the lake. (laughs) What type of music are they playing? That one was EDM, but usually, like, the one in the airport was, like, John Mayer vibes. Okay. There's a lot of that. On this trip, Kim has been talking about getting cowgirl boots, and she wants these, like, bedazzled (laughs) bright pink knee-high boots i mean all she needs now is like a cowgirl hat and some daisy dukes and Mm. she'll be set i have the daisy dukes (laughs) once you have the ensemble are you gonna go to your first rodeo i will yeah when when you guys come down in october kasha had said look into rodeos in Mm -hmm. san antonio so oh we'll be doing some research to see what we can find (laughs) <laughs> so Jamal, get your boots. I'm, oh. hey, I need to get my Tacovas. I keep telling you about that brand Tacovas. If any of you squatties listening don't know Tacovas, they're really good boots. Go check them out. And as a matter of fact, like Brittany was saying, when Kim was talking about getting her Daisy Dukes, I told her she should get some Tacovas. Her her Daisy Dukes, not her cowgirl boots. Cowgirl boots, Daisy Dukes. I guess they're one and the same <laughs> to me as a man. I guess I don't know the difference, but boots are boots. I guess. <laughs> Daisy Dukes are shorts. No, well, the Daisy Dukes with the boots. Excuse me, I'm getting mm. tongue tied over. It's been a long day. I've been up since 4 a.m., ladies. We know this, so it's very late, right? Went to sleep at 1 o'clock. So yes. You, thank you have you for, a path. Thank you for chiming in for extra defense of me, Robin. <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey squatties, we want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling. One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack. We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon lime and tangerine with immune support. It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Travel Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. Hey, squatties, let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you. We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks 
and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you. So all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun. The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one. And believe it or not, so much more. Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today. Outside of the nature, there's a ton of other pros. So for people thinking about moving to another city, this is something to look into. Texas does not have income tax, state income tax. So simply by moving to Texas, not only do I have to pay less for things, my income went up upwards of $800 a month Hmm. overnight. But you're lucky in the sense, and I don't disagree with your statement, but you kept your same job and same pay, just moved from a state, and so it didn't change. Somebody moving to a different job, maybe they have different cost of living, as you know, so it'll balance, but Louie, my boyfriend, got a new job when he moved to Austin, new company. He's making more money as well. Very nice. That's great. So I think that there's a lot of opportunities for work in this specific area. So anyone thinking about moving to another city, definitely look at how it's growing. Austin is insanely growing. There's so much construction going on. There's so many like new things popping up. And because of that, there's a ton of work. And how's that affecting your home internet kit? It is better since I called and they <laughs> made a simple fix. So we're making improvements well, there. What happened? Well, when we record with Kim or talk to her or do podcast stuff and we're doing it remotely now with each other, we noticed that there's a little bit of a delay or glitch with her internet. And I had told her, which was funny, because literally the week she left, I was reading an article that was talking about how so many people are moving to Austin, just in general, plus with remote work, digital nomads, etc., and making that a hub, that their internet isn't amped up to take on that big load of everybody using it at the same time now. So it still is functional, no doubt, but it's kind of like an inside joke that I have with her. (laughs) like, oh, how's your internet? You know what the fix was? There was a router in the front room and a router way in the back room where my office is, we had to move them closer together. There you go. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Another squad tip for everyone having internet troubles at home. <laughs> More pros of living in Austin or just another place in general. Maybe this doesn't apply to every place, but specifically Austin. Everything's bigger in Texas. So you get more steps in every day. I'm getting more steps just walking from the back of my house to the kitchen than I ever did in my apartment. And (laughs) the grocery stores, way bigger. The parking lot's way bigger. You get a lot more steps. Parking lots are way bigger because they got to fit all those big trucks out there too. There's always parking. That was the thing in San Diego. Parking was a bitch. Parking is still a bitch in San Diego. And when you're in certain, and that's the thing, like Texas in general is very spread out. So when you say parking is always available are you referencing in downtown or are you referencing in like even in a neighborhood grocery store area because you know san diego is very compact so even in a neighborhood area the parking is limited so are you referencing downtown Everywhere. everywhere we've gone downtown several times to eat always found parking very quick i'm like shocked you guys (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know this was possible. Right, with that many amount of people, you know? Yeah. And one other personal win is that now I wear sunblock every day. There you go. 
<laughs> you should have been doing that in San Diego to begin with. Your skin <laughs> is thanking you. You almost have to, or it just kind of burns painfully. <laughs> no. Stock up on that aloe vera like Jamal does. <laughs> There is one thing I've been dying to tell you guys, though, and that is that there are no toilet seat covers anywhere in Austin. None at all. No no toilet seat. You know what's funny? And we've talked about this on previous podcast episodes. I feel like the further east you go, the less likely you are to see toilet seat covers. And we flew into New Mexico, drove up here because we're in the very south corner end of Colorado. And let me tell you something, I have yet to see a toilet seat cover on this trip also. Mm. Yeah, I don't think I've seen one yet either. But yeah, Mm. I keep looking, thinking, no, that can't be. There are no toilet seat covers in Austin. It's not a thing in Texas. (laughs) Well, it wasn't a thing in Chicago either, so... We've had these conversations before. California's just out here making more waste, I guess, with its toilet seat covers. Oh, <laughs> don't go on ragging California that hard right now. Kim loves toilet seat covers. I, I do. I wish they were here. You know, your face gets kind of shiny from being sweaty. You could take one of those. Yes. Dab it. Absolutely. <laughs> I have such an oily face. I need those all day. So random question for you guys. When you use a toilet seat cover, you know how you have to kind of like punch out the middle? Do you put the middle in the toilet or do you hang it over so that you're not you're not touching like the centerpiece? I usually punch it in. Punch it into the toilet. You know, I that's what I have always done too, but recently I read something that said they're actually meant to go outwards so that you, all parts of the seat are covered. Like over the front lip? Yeah, and then you that like... That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know what's going on today. I'm living in the future. I just literally tear that fucker out, crumple it, and throw it into the toilet. You tear the middle part out completely? Like, yeah, because then I don't want, if it's hanging in the toilet, having the water that's touching that portion, like, kind of drip up, and now the water climbs up and does all this stuff. So, yeah, I tear it, and I still have my full ring. Well, apparently, you're supposed to, like, flip it out. Well, there's no need to flip it out, uh, so I just tear it out. Like, I'm living in, like... (laughs) That's not the way 2050 over here in the future. You know? No. Yeah. I'll try to adjust my habits. <laughs> no promises. But back to Austin, as much as that <laughs> little toilet seat cover tirade was uh, fun and interesting. One of the things I had to adjust to after moving there was the driving. Mm. So there are a ton of trucks everywhere, and they haul ass on the roads. They, oh, yeah. like, totally uh, tailgate you, and they're so big, it looks like a monster truck trying to run you off the road <laughs> in my little car. And and when I had California licenses, I was like, they're doing this on purpose. But I have Texas license now, and they still do it. It's just how they drive. And if you even take a second too long, they are not afraid to honk. Really? (laughs) They don't give no fucks. So another tip for everyone moving to a new town, just when you type in directions on your GPS, read the directions before you set it off to go. Because I found that really helpful for navigating. I was missing all these, like, turns and Texas is weird for the freeways. They don't have just an exit. They only have certain exits that put you onto the frontage roads and then you exit off a frontage road. So if you miss your exit onto the frontage road, you could be looking at several miles before you You could turn turn around. And when you exit, you can't go like north or south or east or west. You only can go one direction and then you have to wait to find a U-turn spot 
Name you turns all over. I know all about those. I see him when we, <laughs> we visit Brittany's sisters Dallas. all the time. I know exactly what you're talking about. So reading the instructions before taking off has really helped me get better driving. The first couple of weeks, I was like a lost puppy out there on the streets, just getting run off the road by trucks left and right. <laughs> what you say is rather interesting, and I think it relates to anything in travel, you know, if you spend most of your time in your own state where you've lived, you just get accustomed to it, mm-hmm. even though there are national like standards of the road and highways and how they're supposed to be built. Yeah, but each place is kind of different. Like how you said that, like yeah. they're highways and they have the frontage roads. Like here in California, like if you're going on an on-ramp or off-ramp, like they have the dotted lines and it will phase in and it's all one. But like and you see in other places, it just kind of, the line is straight and it merges and it cuts right in Mm -hmm. you know like and there's just stuff that's different and you see it when you travel weird tolls or bridges or pikes Mm -hmm. yeah can you turn on a flashing yellow light do they have flashing yes Yes, you can and and then yeah there was like flashing red flashing yellow and i was like what does this mean can i go i'm like fuck it i'm going flashing (laughs) yellow you could go i learned flashing yellow the first time i was in seattle that's the first time i was ever exposed to a flashing yellow for a left-hand turn had no fucking clue it's not a thing in california it's confusing and then a lot of the roads are like like the lines aren't really clear and so everything's just like grayed out and you're like i hope i'm going the right way (laughs) (laughs) but now that i've been driving around a lot more and I really understand the South Austin region now, which is where we're at. And so have that down pretty good. North Austin, don't venture over there too much. And then downtown's like a grid. So I'm getting it down and it makes it feel much smaller, much more manageable, much more like, oh, when someone says I'm over here, because I've been buying a bunch of stuff off Facebook Marketplace and they'll say like, I'm on Mopac over here. And I'm like, where the fuck is that? So I have to look it up. And then, so now when I hear people say stuff, I kind of know where it is. I got a hard hitting question for you, Ken. Hit me with it. We know how disappointed Jamal can be when he goes places, especially that he feels is really, really hyped up. Austin is one of those places that's really, really hyped up. Brittany and I went for an anniversary trip, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. Definitely didn't love it enough to move as you did. Now, obviously, I know we're going to be going over there to visit you for multiple things, but when we go, what's one thing, and you know what we did when we were there, what's one thing that I missed, or you tell me now as a local, like, I should do, and it will maybe change my perspective on Austin? One place I'd love to take you is called Moon Tower in South Austin. It's like eight minutes from my house. It's this amazing outdoor venue. So they do have an inside bar. It's like kind of divey, but then you go outside and it's huge. They have cornhole over here. They have actual volleyball courts in the sand over here. They have tons of places to sit where they're like around in a circle or on benches. They have food trucks. They have big connect four. They have a stage with a live band. It's so much fun. You would never see that place from the street though because you see trees and you pull in and you park in the back, you would never see it from the street. And what I've realized after living in Austin for two months is that most places are like that. You probably didn't enjoy it or get the hype of it because you didn't see those things Mm -hmm. because you can't see them from the street. There's so many trees everywhere that all of a sudden a fucking Home Depot pops out of nowhere (laughs) that you never even saw or a Costco or my gym is a massive gym and you cannot see it until you pull into the driveway. So you really need to know what's there 
to experience it and have fun with it and start to appreciate it. And as we explore more and more and more and finding all these cool things and hidden parks and hidden restaurants and menus and it just really unveils the magic of it. So when you guys come, you'll have a totally different experience getting a tour guide that locally lives there versus going on your own. I felt the same way when I was there. I didn't experience all the things that really, really make it cool that I'm starting to see now. Are we going to get a personal walking tour? You know, I love walking tours. Well, it's pretty spread out. So the walking's going to be intense. Okay. (laughs) I'll put my walking shoes on. It's not a very walkable place. I'll tell you that. Do you feel like if you visit, you need to rent a car to really experience the city? Or plan to Uber. But if you're going to go out to like the pools and, you know, simply going from like Zilker Park and Barton Creek Springs, which is pretty close to downtown, to going to like Moon Tower to then... If you want to go to the east side and go to some of the like really creative, artsy kind of restaurants, it's a lot of driving. It takes, um, what I've realized is it takes 20 to 30 minutes to get anywhere. Unless like in, in South Austin, some of the places are like 10 minutes from my house, but everywhere else it's 20 to 30. And like we were saying earlier, I think that's a Texas thing because even when we see it at her sister's place, everything's just so spread out because they have so much space. Yeah. And that's what you love about Austin, Texas. You have so much space, but then you can't have all that space and expect things to be 10 minutes apart. Right. So I had to come to terms with that, but I have now. And I think another thing too, with like the heat, the driving, if you expect it, your expectations are set, right? If I kept expecting things to take eight minutes, like in San Diego, I would constantly be pissed off at how long it takes to get to places. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now I expect it. I expected it to be hot. So it didn't really like disappoint me or blow me away that it was hot. Right. I knew it was going to be hot. That's what I had to learn when I moved out of Woodland. I mean, I had to learn that it was going to take 20 minutes from Fairfield to the other side of Vacaville, but it didn't seem like it would be that long, but it was. Well, not only that, you're in Bay Area now, Rob, so like you have traffic and everything like that on yeah, the, the interstate, worst. and so... Worst traffic. Yeah. Have you been exploring at all and like discovering like a park or a restaurant or anything like that, like where you're living now? Um, Where I'm living, the restaurant that we kind of like to go to is Hana, a sushi restaurant that's like a little hole in the wall next to Starbread. It's just a little hole in the wall and they have really fresh sushi. It's delicious. It's exciting when you find stuff like that. Your favorite spot to go or like your favorite place to walk the dog. Like once you start getting those places and at first it's so overwhelming because you're like, I don't know where anything is. I don't know where to go. I'm hungry. I don't know where to eat. And that happens a lot when you travel too. You're like looking on Yelp, where do I go? Yeah. It's overwhelming. It is overwhelming. Absolutely. I mean, sometimes just figuring out where you're going to eat. Like on this trip, we were trying to figure out what we were going to eat on our drive. And it's like we're (laughs) searching the map for those things and it's time consuming. And then you're worried about like having to get to sleep the next day and all of that. So it's just like information overload and trying to like process that. So I even remember that moving to San Diego is like there was just Mm -hmm. so much new things and so many different areas and you're just not familiar with like the layout or the town but as you start to get acclimated to different areas and like move about find those little spots that you love to go to or the your favorite place to eat it all starts to feel a little more familiar and homey yeah so I'm gonna tell you guys some restaurants that we've eaten at that are absolutely amazing because that's another thing about Austin the food scene is off the chain. So good, Robin. You're a foodie. You would love it. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You know I'm a foodie. 
Let's start with barbecue. Okay. Okay. Best barbecue I've had, I've got to say, is Terry Black's. Terry Black's. Yeah. You guys tried it when you were there. In Austin specifically, yeah. I love Terry Black's. Kim did not get the cream corn. She does tell us that. And that <laughs> is a party foul. The mac and cheese was bomb, though. Because if you go to Terry Black's, you have to know brisket is king mm -hmm. and cream corn is amazing. Yeah, it was really good. There are so many barbecue spots in Austin, though. We went out to Salt Lake, which is more in like Dripping Springs area. And it's this massive venue where they definitely have live bands. It's so country. When you're actually in there, they're playing country music and like you see people in cowboy hats and I don't know. It's just Austin doesn't feel like Texas until you start to see some things like that. And you're like, oh, shit, I'm in Texas. <laughs> What's funny about Salt Lake is... I've been seeing lots of stuff on social media about it. And then you posted a story. Of the pit, of which the is pit. amazing. And that's how I knew exactly that you were at Salt Lake was the pit. <laughs> because they have the sausages that are even just like hanging from the top. It was like, oh, comes that Salt Lake. Salt Lake is what made me start liking brisket. Mm. It's really good. Another place in East Austin called La Barbecue was really good as well. And... The ribs were bomb there. Mac and cheese was amazing there. Yeah, Jamal and I tried to go to La Barbecue, but the line was out the door and around the corner oh. when we went to go visit. So we did not go there. And then it ended up having a summer downpour. And while it was summer downpouring, we were like, well, it's probably going to clear out the crowds. And that's when we snuck into Terry Black's. And it wasn't even really a sneak in. It was still a long wait in line <laughs> at that point. But like you said, everything's too far. We were closer to there and we gave Terry Black's the go. And I'm glad we did. But I do want to have the barbecue. barbecue. There's another one called Valentina's Tex-Mex Barbecue. We tried to go. The line was really long and we didn't have time to wait in it. But I really want to try that spot. Some other places, because I have a list. There is a place called ABBA on South Congress. Amazing Mediterranean food with a garden atmosphere. The food, the jalapeno falafel. Jalapeno mm, falafel. Yeah, delicious good. Mediterranean salad. Like, I never even liked feta cheese until this salad. It was so oh, good. And then we had chicken kebabs. The rice was amazing. 10 out of 10 would recommend. It's kind of more of like a trendy spot you'd see in like Little Italy, San Diego. You know mm -hmm. how I know Kim really, really loves Austin? Because she fucking ate feta. She's really picky about her food, <laughs> yes. but she was so enthralled with it. Like, everything's going good over here. <laughs> Fuck yeah, give me the feta on the salad. <laughs> well, Melissa was actually here the first week I moved. She happened to be in town for mm -hmm. her boyfriend's fight. And so we went there together, and that was really nice to see her. And the food was amazing. Awesome. Another place in downtown Austin called Devil May Care. It's like a basement spot you walk into. They have amazing cocktails. It's kind of set up almost like nightclub vibes, but the Brussels sprouts were <sighs> amazing. The sliders were amazing. Mm, 10 out of 10 would recommend. And I know you love your Brussels sprouts. <laughs> she does. Brussels sprouts and mac and cheese. So this next spot is also downtown. It's not a restaurant, it's a speakeasy, and it was really cool. Their entire cocktail menu was based on colors. So first of all, when you walk in, they greet you with a little champagne, which is oh, cute. Lovely. And you have to have a password to get in. You like type it in on the code, and then it opens the gate, and you go in. So it was really cool. Okay. But their whole menu was colors. So you'd order the red, the black, the blue, and they're all different. I got one that had like a bubble that you pop and the air is like some oh weird scent. They were really, really cool. And that was like an underground little spot. So I would recommend that spot. You have to make reservations for those last three that I mentioned because they do 
sell out. Now back to food. Like I said, there's a ton of Tex-Mex. Breakfast tacos are a dime a dozen, but the best breakfast tacos that I have had in Austin and a lot of them aren't that good, I'll tell you that. They have some room to grow, but the best ones I've ever had are at two places. One, Cosmic Coffee, which is a really cool coffee shop, but it's it's also like a venue where they have all these community seating, they have trucks, They coffees are great, and there's a breakfast taco spot there, really, really good. The other place is a truck called El Primo in the South Congress area. It's like traditional Mexican, but the breakfast taco, oh my God, it's so good. Question, can you please explain a breakfast taco? Yeah, it's a breakfast burrito, but mini. Oh, okay. <laughs> and a taco form. Okay. Well, and then in Texas, sometimes they put like brisket in it. Or... Oh, yeah. They'll oh do like God. barbecue fusion. Yeah. So like sometimes it's like jalapeno sausage that's inside the breakfast mm-hmm. taco. Sometimes it's brisket. brisket. Yeah. They have like a whole bunch of different like Texas mean potatoes. And the times that we've had breakfast tacos in Texas and they are clearly barbecue themed. You don't have salsa, it's barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce that comes just on top gonna of ask. with your egg for Austin topping. Austin is obsessed with the same, like, light green verde salsa. Every place oh. has it, and it's great. Okay. More Tex-Mex. Gabriella's, really, really good. It was like a, we got a queso fundido, but it had, I think, chorizo or some kind of meat in it and guac and salsa on it. It was so good, so good. (laughs) This spot called Hula Hut was recommended by a lot of people. A lot of our neighbors that came over when we first moved in recommended this spot, which I think is a great tip for anyone going to move to a new city, but we always do this when we visit cities too. We ask people, where would you recommend we eat? Mm People will tell you the best spots to go. Yelp cannot tell you what a human can tell you. Right. Hula Hut is on Lake Austin, and it's tiki set up. So it's on this whole deck. It kind of almost gives me like Swami's vibes in Sacramento. Oh, okay. But it's all set on on a deck. There's tiki everywhere. There's boats right under you. And it's Hawaiian food and Tex-Mex. And it had the best chili relleno I've ever had outside of JP's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Really, really good. That would be a place I would take you guys. It's a place you bring a visitor, for sure. There's turtles right under you. Well, I'm excited Ooh. to try it because that's one of the hardest things. Because you said Tex-Mex, but like I'm just going to go with the next portion. Coming from California, it's really hard to find anything Mexican-related food-wise that's actually satisfying. So if you're even going ahead and saying it, I'm super excited to try it, let alone for the ambiance. Oh, yeah. Te Quiero Mucho is another one. Everything's pink and flowery and it's pretty. Even the taco shells are pink. It's super cute, but the food's really good too. And then they have like funny drinks. Like I got a honey flavored drink and it was in like a little honey container. So everything's really cute. cute. Yeah, that place is fun and it's a great place to bring girls and, you know, eat good food and have cute drinks. For every place I've told you, though, there's probably like two or three we ate at that I wouldn't recommend. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing y'all a favor and weeding out the mediocre. Oh, the Texas is coming out in Kim. Y'all, I heard that. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Next time you meet up with Kim, she's going to tell us that she knows how to line dance and two-step. Right now, she currently doesn't. I think, though, like about moving, I think like should I have moved sooner because I'm liking it so much. I don't feel that way. I feel like I moved at the perfect time yeah. and I was ready for it and I got the perfect house. I live in the perfect spot. I'm just enjoying it so much. There's so much to see and do and I think that's why I won't be moving anytime soon because there's so much more to do. Yeah. Just cracking the surface. 
one thing people always say is it costs so much money to move. And I know you touched yes. a little bit about <laughs> how much the U-Haul was, which is a huge expense in itself. But how much would you say someone would need to save in order to move to a different city just to have like that security deposit, like mm-hmm. the moving expenses? A lot of times you need new furniture and things like oh that. Oh my God, yeah. You even had to get a new appliance. Yeah, we had to buy a fridge. Apparently our house didn't come with a fridge. Oh, <laughs> or a washer or dryer. Or a washer and dryer, yeah. Jeez. It was really weird. So what would you say that buffer of like money you need to move to like a completely new city is? I mean, you moved halfway across Probably the country. Probably double what you think. Double what you think. Yeah, so whatever your rent is going to be times two for the deposit, we had to pay pet deposit on top of that. U-Haul, three grand. Well, the three-day trip. Oh, I didn't even talk about the three-day trip. Like, we luckily made it fun. We stopped at Carlsbad Caverns National Park. So mm-hmm. we, we made it fun as we were going, but that's a whole other adventure on its own. So you need gas money for that at a time when gas is really expensive. Hotel rooms that you had to pay to spend the night to break it up. Yeah, luckily they were like 60 bucks a night. So not too crazy, but but that's another expense. And then the furniture is a whole other thing. So if you're moving into like a one bedroom apartment, it's probably not as crazy, but we have to fill a three bedroom house. And we sold a bunch of stuff to make the move easier and just wanted to get new shit anyway. Mm-hmm. It's been expensive for sure. But again, I knew what I was getting myself into. So it's not like I was expecting it to be cheap. And you right. said earlier, you're saving so much a month on the taxes. That's true. That's true. And, and so now it's like, we talk about explore your own backyard. And yeah. There's so much to explore in my own backyard that I haven't really felt like going on a bunch of trips and getting out of town. Like in San Diego, I wanted to be gone all the time, even though it's an amazing place, vacation city of its own. It was the same things over and over, you know, but now everything's new. Mm-hmm. But you didn't feel that way when you first moved to San Diego. And no. I don't mean this to rain on the parade because I know you love Austin, but at what point, if any do you think maybe you'll be like all right i still love this but have that kind of feeling of like Mm -hmm. just doesn't have that charm to me anymore well i think in san diego it just got to be the same places you would go the same restaurants the same events even year after year annual events they're the same and it was just like i i know what i'm getting when i do that yeah and so I think when that happens in Austin, and it and it might for sure, then I'll feel like, okay, it's time to move on. But I think travel like makes me not want to stay in the same spot. Every time I go somewhere, except for Denver, I fall in, <laughs> I fall in love with it. <laughs> what about Albuquerque? Were you enthralled with that? Oh, I would never live in New Mexico. <laughs> not hating on New Mexico for anyone that lives there, but... It's just not for me. But I want to live in so many places that I I probably won't stay in Austin forever. Although I feel like I could. You know, I feel like people and I are (laughs) pretty tied down to San Diego. And it's funny because we don't do a lot in San Diego. We do a lot in San Diego when people come to visit us. Or when, like, it's like when family comes or friends come. And then we're, like, tourists in our own city. And Mm -hmm. we explore a bit more in our own backyard. But we have done a lot in San Diego. And so it's like doing those other trips like you were talking about is... We're constantly going out of San Diego to to go to new places and explore. But I think if I were to pick a city to move to that I fell in love with, I'd probably pick Chicago. Ooh. Do I see myself living there realistically? No. Or Prob- permanently for that. Or permanently? Matter. No, probably not. But like that's probably a city that continuously draws me back and I'm not a person to go back to the same spot a lot of the time but we've gone back to Chicago several times and I always feel that way like if we were to move out of San Diego it would probably be short term to Chicago and just kind of like feel out those vibes I don't think you have to pick somewhere to live permanently 
think so no, either. And I respect that. And I think what you hit on was very, very true and resonates with a lot of people who like to travel is you see different places. So it intrigues you and you want to experience that lifestyle, whether that be in another country or another city in your own country here in the United States for that matter. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, and especially depending on your job. And luckily for you, you're very fortunate that you can take that job really anywhere that you want right. to go here yes. in the U.S. and do it. So, And uh, overall, we're fortunate that there are more jobs like that available. Mm-hmm. Since COVID, there are so many more opportunities. If you want that freedom, you can get it more than likely. Absolutely. I feel like in the future, more of long-term, Jamal and I'd probably move somewhere in like the mountains or... Montana? Maybe Montana, Wyoming, somewhere there. <laughs> we talk all the time about just renting out our home to somebody, letting them pay the mortgage for it uh-huh. and we buy an RV and just like drive it around and we live in that. Oh my god, I love that. And we're really thinking about it hard. Really, really thinking about it hard. And now that um, my job has kind of changed a little bit, I've been thinking about like possibly getting into the travel nurse scene. And oh hell yeah. Possibly just, you know, trying out some different areas. We, Jamal and I have talked about that a little bit. So um, there's a lot of offer t- opportunity, whether you work remote or just like the niche that you're in, try to find a place that can accommodate what what you have and your skill set and or how you want to adapt and enhance your new skills or take on a new job. Yeah, if you want it, you can make it happen. I love what you said. You use the phrasing, try it out. Mm-hmm. Because it is. Like you can rent out your house for six months Short term or long term, put someone on a year lease and try it out for one year. I know. And rent's so crazy right now. Like, I feel like if there was a time to do it, it is now. I mean, Robin, you were just sharing with us, your apartment is like close to $3,000 a month for a one bedroom. And it's like... One bedroom, one den. You know... That would cover our mortgage, our HOA, our property taxes, and then give us also income on top of that. So it's like, it can be done. It's just that mindset of like moving forward and propelling that new idea. Yeah. I think it's a lot of work to make a change. It was probably four months of planning this and it was exhausting, but if you want to do it, you can definitely make it happen. And that's like it in any aspect of life, like finding a new job, it could take you a while to scope out the perfect job, find out what the benefits are. Is this the right culture and company for you? Mm -hmm. Like every big major change you're going to make, you are going to spend some time making those changes. For sure. But change is part of life and it's fun. Well, I'm so excited like that we've had this conversation because we haven't really talked about your move. And it's been weird because usually I'm like, hey, what's up? What's new? And you know, what are you doing? And you have held back a little bit. And so I feel like this was a perfect opportunity to dive in. Is there anything else you want to share with us or our listeners, Kim? No, I mean, I'm glad I got to share my excitement because I have been holding it in. And I think if anyone listening is thinking about moving to a place that they've been to and you have any questions, I'm happy to answer any questions, reach out. But I would encourage you to go for it because I think you can always move back, but you won't regret trying it. You'll just continue thinking about it until you do. And on that note, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Please keep the adventures going with us on Instagram and YouTube at Travel Squad Podcast. We will be continuing the podcast, even though we are in different cities. So send us in your questions of the week and we'll loop them in for next week. If you found the information in this episode to be useful, or if you thought we were just plain funny, please be sure to share it with a friend that would enjoy it too. And as always, guys, please subscribe, rate and review our podcast, and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes. Stay tuned for next week's episode. We have some more amazing adventures and tips in store for you. Bye, Squatty. Bye, Bye. Squatties.
Thanks for being here, Robin. Yes. Thanks, you guys.